One of the greatest challenges of our Christian life is understanding the ways of God, how God relates to us, how God speaks to us, how God loves us into the saints that you and I are called to be. And St. Paul's experience that he shares to these, with these Christians at Corinth would be very helpful for us to reflect upon, to understand how God uses different experiences in our life. St. Paul was given various gifts as you and I are given gifts to help to build up the body of Christ, to help in our own way to spread the gospel. But these gifts do not save us. They do not make us holy. And while God gives them to us and blesses them so that we can live a fruitful life, God is still concerned about your holiness and mine, about our salvation. And so Paul was going about using his gifts to build up these Christian communities. And he began to experience what he calls a thorn in his flesh. Now we don't know what this was. Was it some kind of persistent temptation that wouldn't go away? Was it a struggle in a particular area of sin? Was it a physical chronic ailment of some kind? We don't know. But he experienced it as something evil, a messenger of Satan. Now, although we know from Scripture that God does not directly will evil. He does not will sin, sickness, temptation, death. But we know from the Bible that God allows them. And in allowing them, he can bring about some good that we may not see at first. And it may be to heal something in our soul or adorn our spirit with a particular Christian virtue. In this case, Paul realized that it was keeping him from becoming proud, proud of his gifts. Sometimes we need to be reminded that it's God who is the one doing the work. Sometimes we'd like to pat ourselves on the back and take credit for what God is doing. And so God was merciful to Paul and used this persistent, annoying pain or suffering to keep him in humility. But he begged God three times God, 
please take this from me. Do you and I know what is best for our holiness? Do you and I know better than God what is the best path or the best means that would make us holy? I wonder if Paul thought, God, if you would just take this away, I could serve you so much better. I could be holier, Lord, if you would just take this. Sometimes you and I think this. We would like to dictate to God what we think would be the better path, the better cross. We'd like to exchange our cross for a different one some days. But when you and I said yes to Jesus, when we said, Jesus, I will follow you, we gave up the right to dictate what we think is best when it comes to our spiritual lives. We handed that over to God. But sometimes we've got to keep handing it over because we take it back. Sometimes we even think we know what is best in terms of another person's conversion. Someone in our life that we love and we think to ourselves, if they would just listen to us and follow our advice, they would be okay. I'll never forget an experience I had when I worked at a library. This was right before I went into the seminary. There was a man who would come in once a week and he would go and get his business magazines, Forbes, Money Magazine, and so forth. He would walk in, he wouldn't talk to anybody. He seemed very hard, seemed somewhat arrogant. He would throw his magazines down on the counter, he'd, we'd check them out, and he'd leave without saying a word or even a thank you. I felt sorry for this man. I wasn't sure what was going on in his life, but you have to wonder, how can God reach into the heart of such a man and break through that pride and that hardness? He disappeared for about two to three months, didn't see him. But finally, he came back in one day. His whole countenance was changed. He was much thinner. He went to get some magazines. I don't remember what they were. And he came up to the counter, and he had suffering written all over his face. And I said to him, my friend, I can tell that you are going through a very difficult time. He broke down right there in the counter and began to weep. I said, would you like me to come and visit you? And he said, yes. So the following week, I went to visit him. He's in this big mansion-like house on a lake. And I sat across from him and I heard the story. 
He got the diagnosis of cancer with the prognosis of only a short time to live. But he realized how God had used this to break through his heart, to humble him, and to bring him to a place of surrendering his whole life over to God. It brought him into the most beautiful conversion. And when I came, he wanted to talk about nothing else but God. He could care less about business. He could care less about all the pursuits and endeavors that he had planned, his big house. All he cared about was God and the salvation of his family. What is the best path for a person to be converted? Do we know what that is? We can see from experience that God often enters the lives of people through the window of pain and suffering. Maybe for some, that is the best path. What are the thorns in your life and mine? Those persistent experiences that are painful and limiting. That we have begged God about in prayer many times. And we wonder why God is not listening. Is it perhaps a struggle with a particular sexual sin, like a period of time in the, in the life of St. Augustine? Is it temptations against faith that St. Teresa of Calcutta experienced over a certain period in her life? Is it an ongoing struggle with patience and anger like St. Francis de Sales? Is it chronic mental and physical pain like St. Teresa of Avila? Is it a struggle with depression or some other kind of mental illness as in the life of St. Alphonsus or St. Rita? Whatever it is, yes, let us bring them to God. Let us receive mercy if we need mercy. But let us trust God, that God knows what he is about and that holiness is his project. He is the one who determines what is best. When I think about the thorns that I have experienced in my life, I know that God has used them to bring me to a greater humility. Some of them have brought me to a greater compassion and mercy for others. Some of them have helped me to be more trustful and surrender to God's will. Some of them have made me more grateful and more generous. So let us bring our thorns to this altar today, whatever they might be. Let's keep giving them over to God.
But let us pray for the grace to trust that God's power can work in them and bring about our holiness and our salvation. Amen.